1: Get in zone, AutoZone.
2: Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I got to change the oil in my car. Right now, get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic. With an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $36.99. What do I do with my old oil? We can recycle your used oil for free. And do you have oil for my old work truck? You can find the right high mileage oil to help it go farther right here at AutoZone. AutoZone.
0: Restrictions apply. Bring spring color inside this season with bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot.
2: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Ah,
3: Good morning, everybody. Hope your Friday is going great so far. Little Caleb Williams versus the NFL world on the way. We'll explain. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, And over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Okay, Jeff, so listen, you're going to get a steady diet of should the Bears draft Caleb Williams or stick with Justin Fields? Both you and I think this is a no-brainer. You reset the quarterback clock, you draft Caleb Williams, who might be special, and you trade Justin Fields, whose passing numbers are in the toilet. That is not tough at all. So I started thinking about this. If we play NFL make believe, just for a bit, there would be decisions that are a lot tougher than the one the Bears are faced with. And so I'm going to throw a few of them out out at you and we'll compare notes here. So, if somehow, some way, the Dolphins had the number one overall pick, would you draft Caleb Williams or would you pay to a Tungavailoa? What would you do?
4: Oh, draft Caleb Williams. I would, too. Because it's
3: cheaper. It's a fraction of the cost. Yeah. And, and think Tua's been and, and, good, but are you convinced he's a difference maker when push well, comes I, to shove in the well, playoffs?
4: No. I mean, the, the skill set of Caleb Williams is just vastly superior to Tua, this physical skill set. Um, and then you add in this, the cost of it is it, A quarterback on a rookie contract – is the best value in all sports. Brock Purdy is the best value in all of sports right now. Mm. Seventh round draft pick. He has like the... I saw an article yesterday. He, his cap hit is like in the... like Ranks in like the thousands <laughs> for NFL players. That like, it's
3: only like a million bucks next season. It's less you know? than a million dollars. It's crazy.
4: His salary this year. So, like, that to me is – and so you get Caleb Williams on a rookie contract instead of having to pay Tua probably 50 to $55 million a year. Wow. Slam dunk for the, for, for the Dolphins.
3: Okay. Might be the same answer here. If Jacksonville had the number one overall pick, would you draft Caleb Williams or would you pay Trevor Lawrence?
4: I think you would draft Caleb Williams.
3: I think you would too. Yeah, it's the resetting the quarterback uh, clock. It's so valuable. And listen, Trevor Lawrence has put up way better numbers than Justin Fields has. When we look at the passing numbers, it's not even close. And I know, listen, Justin Fields adds that dimension of running. He's an elite rushing quarterback, but that has drawbacks with the, you know, the injury toll there. He missed four games last season. And you've got to have the passing numbers be better than what they are. Yeah.
4: Is there a a, a Carson Wentz, Trevor Lawrence comparison about starting to happen? Like it, it, Carson Wentz obviously had that great 2017 season mm. and then never was the same quarterback after his injury. Trevor Lawrence had a legitimately like confusing year last year where – he just wasn't very good, and and it's the question is like why, right? I mean, same coach as Carson Wentz, Doug Peterson. Um, he did not get help from his teammates. His uh, his his not as, his offensive line wasn't was not terrible. wasn't great, and his skill guys dropped a bunch of passes. But like, it just looked bad last year for a mm-hmm. lot of stretches of time. Yeah. He didn't look comfortable. He didn't look in rhythm. And you want to see, obviously, the continued improvement of a young quarterback. It felt like he was backsliding, right, where he had gotten to a point where I think people considered him at least getting into the top echelon of top tier of quarterbacks. And then it just went completely backwards. He backslid. And that's not good, right? Right. And so I think if you're talking about him and, you know, again, the Caleb Williams thing, like, I don't know, man. I mean. I think you would take the young quarterback right now, based off the way William, Trevor Lawrence played last year. But I think there's a legitimate like, is is Trevor Lawrence heading into that like, oh boy, as we head into the season?
3: Yeah, it's uh, look he he threw for over four thousand yards. His completion percentage was over sixty five. Th- that's those are both good uh, things right there. But the passer rating, to your point, Jeff, it was like eighty eight point five. In today's NFL, you got to be in the upper 90s to be like, okay, that, that's really good. To be under 90 is alarmingly bad. It was similar with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts was just above. Jalen Hurts was 20th in passer rating. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Lawrence was 21st. So a bit of a surprise for both of those guys. How about this? It's a little bit different. If you're the Colts and have the first overall pick, Would you draft Caleb Williams? This sounds radical. Or would you keep Anthony Richardson? Who Look at the resume. He has only thrown 84 passes in the NFL. He got banged up early in the season. And then you think about college too, Jeff. He didn't even have 400 passing attempts in college at Florida. So very limited experience. You drafted him fourth overall. You, this is not like resetting the quarterback clock, but are you convinced that Anthony Richardson will be better than Caleb Williams? If you're not convinced, there is an argument. If you were sitting there number one to go with Caleb, what do you think about that?
4: Oh, Caleb Williams is a, a much better NFL prospect than Anthony Richardson coming out of college. Right? You take Caleb Williams,
3: even though you drafted Anthony fourth no. overall. This okay. would be like a I, what I, a I, Josh I, Rosen, I, Kyler Murray type thing. Pay-
4: I think if we're playing this game, like le- not legitimately, but like if you were the Colts, you would probably stick with Anthony Richardson. All right,
3: but they probably I, would I'm, stick. I'm with not him. the Colts like,
4: general manager, so I can right. say whatever I want. Yeah, um, I think that if you were, if it's me sitting at home, it's very I can easily make the case just to take Caleb Williams. But I think, the, I think the Colts, if they were given this choice, right, would, would keep Anthony Richardson and trade out of one and get a, bunch of dra- get a bunch of draft picks.
3: I think they would, too. But there is a compelling argument to make. I, I would go with Caleb Williams myself. And the question that's tied to that is, if you're trading Anthony Richardson, what are you getting for him on the open market? That's a legitimate question. He's thrown 84 yeah. career NFL passes and very limited college experience. Do you think that you'd have teams that are quarterback needy, like uh, the Steelers or the Falcons, oh, yeah. just being like, Steelers. oh, Anthony Richardson's available? Let's go with him all day. You kidding me? I, I don't know that teams would be uh, looking at it like that.
4: Oh, I guess the question is, what would it cost to get him? Yeah. Because yeah, I, think, I think the Steelers would love a guy like Anthony Richardson. Would they, would, would they trade for him over Justin Fields? I think absolutely.
3: Oh, I would in a heartbeat.
4: Yeah, even though to your point, we've seen nothing from Richardson so far in the NFL.
3: <laughs> but it's, it's what we've seen is better than you know than Justin Fields' passing numbers sucking out loud for three the, years. That's just... look.
4: I think mean, again, if you, if you're the Colts, you're probably not doing that—the drafting Caleb Williams over Anthony Richardson—if you're in that position, um, because. The, the Josh Rosen thing, like Josh Rosen just clearly didn't have it, you know, uh, and the Richardson ha- has some of it. <laughs> you know, like there's there's plays he made in the preseason, even the regular season. We're like, OK, that, that, that's a real NFL quarterback. You know, I don't know if we ever saw that with Josh Rosen. Yeah. So I think they would stick with I think they would stick with him. But if you're asking sort of me like radio guy, kind of yeah. like what, what I would. Uh, Caleb Williams, to me, is a better prospect coming out of college football. That Anthony Richardson was, and so you 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 would have a higher grade on. Caleb Williams and Anthony Richardson. And if you're just going off of like simply draft grades and how you see these guys, I think you would draft Caleb Williams. But again, the, the other things that go into this, especially if you've already have Anthony Richardson in your program is the intangible part of it, right? The leadership, which supposedly is off the charts, right? And, and obviously the playmaking ability with his physical um, stature and things he can do. And, And obviously you've seen him in training camp. You've seen throws that he's made or hasn't made that we have not seen as a general public, you know? So, that, that goes into consideration if you're making that decision over just like, okay, well, Caleb Williams has a higher draft grade than Anthony Richardson does. Yeah. So that's why I think you would just keep Anthony Richardson because of those kind of intangible things that I, I think clearly he has the goods to be a franchise quarterback between the ears, which is hugely important, obviously, to having success.
3: I think that when it comes down to the Anthony Richardson, Caleb Williams thing, I would be I'd be floored if Chris Ballard if he had the number 1 overall pick went with Caleb Williams and you know traded Anthony Richardson because I think it comes down to the here and now versus the next five or ten years, and the thought of, man, that's so risky. It feels so risky right now. You just drafted Anthony Richardson fourth overall. Are we really going to swing for the fences here? It feels like that, but ask yourself, who are you betting on over the next ten years to be the better NFL quarterback? I'm betting on Caleb Williams all day in that matchup compared to to Anthony Richardson. But then also you get
4: into the process of, like, if you – Get rid of Richardson, then I think it's fair to question, like, do you know how to draft? <laughs> like, you know, like, it's like, well, yeah, you, you drafted, like, Josh Rosen obviously was a mistake and, and they rectified that mistake quickly. Right. I don't even know if Richardson is a mistake yet, right? And I, I think he will, I, I don't think he will be a mistake. But again, well, I think it, yeah. it's, it, that's all part of this discussion, right? Is like, how was it, how does it look to, to, to go ahead and, and draft Richardson? If you get, if the Steelers give you a first round pick for Anthony Richardson, I think you would trade him.
3: Yeah, I I think you would too. I I think that, look, just because a better prospect and a better scenario presents itself a year later doesn't mean that you swung and missed with Anthony Richardson. He did some good things. It's not like he was way in over his head or I think you just had a chance to upgrade. Yeah. You know, like, okay, how about this scenario? It's a little bit different because the Arizona Cardinals have already paid Kyler Murray and they would, Take it on the chin in terms of dead money and all of that stuff. If they moved on from him, Uh, what if the Cardinals had the number one overall pick? Would you draft Caleb Williams or would you keep Kyler Murray?
4: Well, you've already paid Caleb Williams. That's the problem, right? I mean, mean, I'll draft Kyler Murray. That's right. Yeah. I guess the question is like, what could you? How much would you have to? would you have to eat?
3: Pretty good amount because it would be obvious what you were doing, you know. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to trade Kyler Murray, these other teams are like, "Oh, okay, right." Like you could only get so much for Kyler based on the scenario. Yeah.
4: And, and I and I thought I actually didn't think Kyler Murray would even make it to, to be the quarterback this season. I thought they were going to tank and draft Caleb Williams. I did too. So, yeah. Um, that's so. I think I think I would have to just go with. Caleb Williams, because that's what I thought they were going to do.
3: Yeah, <laughs> they, uh, That's they, my answer, is they'd be so much better off yeah. if they had tanked and had the number one and, overall And pick. you
4: just basically eat the one year of dead money. You put it all in this all in this year. You take the dead money, and you're, you're paying Caleb Williams next to nothing to be your starting quarterback, right? So right. that's why that dead money is not that big of a deal, because Caleb yeah. Williams is cheap. You Basically, you're saying you're paying two quarterbacks, right? Yeah. Um, you'd probably get a decent haul for Kyler Murray. I mean, what, what would Pittsburgh pay for a guy like to have, for and Kyler Murray, pay a lot of money, probably right. So you get a good haul for him. Caleb Williams, cheaper quarterback, better quarterback in my opinion. Um, the the thing about this discussion too is like how special is Caleb was. I think I saw Joel Clatt. Put him as like his third highest rated quarterback. He's in the last ten years like Andrew Luck. Okay. I think Andrew Luck was everyone's number one. Yep. Um, and then um, who? Joe Burrow maybe second. Okay. Yeah. Um, makes so, sense. Yeah. So like, would you have? So is Caleb Williams? Is he? Is he that good of a prospect to basically change your entire franchise to get him?
3: I, I would. I would because I think that the ceiling is higher with Caleb compared to Kyler Murray. And look, it, look this is a crap shoot. Like y- it might not work at all. This is a yeah. high stakes game of Texas. Hold You yeah. seem like you have the better hand. And then it turns out you don't, you know, it could go down like that, but we've seen Kyler Murray in the NFL for a long time now. And look, he's, he's put up some decent numbers, respectable numbers, way better than Justin Fields numbers. That's for sure. Passing wise. But I think if there's a way to upgrade, uh, you do it. And yeah. think of the Broncos. The Broncos are going to eat all this dead money for Russell Wilson, and they're not even close to the number one overall pick. They have no yeah. chance to get Caleb Williams, and they're yeah. doing it, you know? Yeah. So I think I mean, of it they, like that.
4: It feels like at 12, I think they're at 12, um, you know, if McCarthy or, or Bo Nix is there, I think that feels like options for them. Yeah. Um, but, to man, take. Now they, now McCarthy – May or may not be there because the Vikings at eleven might want him. I don't know if Bo Nix is is, is going to be graded high enough to take him at twelve. I think you make exceptions sometimes for for quarterbacks based off of your 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 kind of best player available grading system. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean the Russell Wilson thing just didn't work, and they're gonna have to, they're gonna have to eat it. I mean, it's, yeah, it's they, pretty simple, as,
3: man. That's a that's a you know an all you can eat meal right <laughs> They're eating a ton of dead money. Last one, real fast. Okay, the Green Bay Packers. If they had the number one overall pick, would you draft Caleb Williams or would you pay Jordan Love, who surprised everybody last year throwing 32 touchdown passes? Are you committed to him or would you draft Caleb?
4: I think – so, again, every situation is not all the same, right? Um, They put, obviously, so much time into, into Jordan Love and they finally got the returns last year. I think they would
3: keep Jordan Love. Yeah, I, I right. think. I think again. It goes back to the here and now, right? Where you are like Jordan Love just threw thirty-two touchdown passes. The sky, the the well, the future is so bright. Sky's the limit, you know. And but ask yourself for the next ten years, who do you expect to be the better quarterback? Well, think do you expect about it what, to be Caleb or Jordan think,
4: Love. Think about what you can go do for Jordan Love with the amount of assets you get back for trading the number one overall pick. Yeah. Like you, you're going to you get gonna a lot get,
3: to surround Jordan Love with. It's a good point.
4: Like if you can, like imagine drafting another wide receiver and some offensive line help with yeah, that. That's like right. I could argue that that is well worth keeping. Keeping Jordan Love essentially, and you know you, you got to pay him obviously, and that's I think part of all this discussion is that's how much right. do, you, do you pay? He's under one. He's under a very team friendly deal right now. But the, I'm telling you, man, if you could get—I mean, imagine being able to, to give him, you know, um, you know, a, a Roma Dunze and I know uh, it, but it evens a, a, a out a Troy bit, right? Patanu, like from Washington, a guard. I mean, you, and, and you pay Jordan Love like that to me feels like a really big win for the Packers. They put a lot of time and investment in Jordan Love, and yeah. it paid off with a really good season. And I think the thing about Jordan Love too that is is he got better throughout the season, which is how you want to see a young player progress. Mm-hmm. So I think you feel really good that in year two you know, have a starting, not year two of the NFL, he's going to get even better. Yeah, and he might. That's he why might. I think you stick with him.
3: The, the counter to that, and I hear you, you could move down, you could surround uh, Jordan Love with some high draft picks, and you might hit on one or two of those guys, and now you're cooking with grease. But if you look at Caleb Williams, you reset the quarterback clock. You know, yeah. it's the Green Bay Packers. You could be more aggressive in free agency. You could make something happen that way. With Look at the Houston Texans. They've got C.J. Stroud on a rookie deal. They've got a ton of cap space. They're probably going to be aggressive. And if you can surround him with, you know, a T. Higgins, could yeah, they yeah. do something like that? Now that's a big, big deal. you got someone who's proven, and Green Bay could go in that direction if they chose to go with Caleb. I think they would stick with Jordan Love. But I think you have to ask yourself, who's the, next, who's the better quarterback over the next 10 years? <laughs> Instead of just coming off of a, an impressive season by Jordan Love. But in any event, I, I like that little exercise. Good stuff. How about this? Right around the corner on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, live from the TireRack.com studios. Who needs a do-over the most this week? We'll have some fun with that. He's Jeff Schwartz. I'm Brian No. Keep it locked right here on Fox
2: Sports Radio.
5: Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.
3: It is Two Pros and a Cup of Joe here, live from the TireRack.com studios on Fox Sports Radio. He's Jeff Schwartz. I'm Brian No. If you want to improve your health routines but don't know where to start, start with Silk. Did you know Silk Almond Milk has fifty percent more calcium than dairy milk? It's a good source of vitamins A, D, and E. Learn more about Silk products at Silk dot com. By the way, uh, if you know the name of this band, Jeff, I I might get a, a Jeff Schwartz number seventy four in a Giants uniform back mural tattoo. No cheating from the crew over there.
4: Well, how, yep. how would I? No, I have no idea.
3: Yeah. Uh, Corrosion of Conformity. <laughs> it's here. They're not quite a metal band, but a good rock band. Good rock band over there. It's too, the COC. Too, their name is too long. They do have to shorten that thing, you know? If Kentucky Fried much. Chicken is KFC, they can only go by COC going forward. Right? I, I agree, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's the way it has to go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, CMC, yeah, also very good. Okay, so I was thinking about this. The week that was, Jeff, Yeah, we've had multiple people in the sports world uh, put their foot in their mouth, okay? So I'm wondering, we've got four finalists. Who needs a do-over the most, all right? So you've got four candidates here. If we go through them, these, uh, these cuts have been whittled down quite a bit, but you'll get the gist. Okay. You go with Angel's. Oh, geez. Um, Third so baseman bad. Anthony Rendon. Here's his thoughts on his profession of baseball.
2: That's never been a top priority for me. This is a job. So I do this to make a living.
3: Okay. Oh, yikes. There's that. We had uh, Jay Williams on ESPN's College Game Day said this about Caitlin Clark. I am unwilling, and maybe it's more the, the Kobe mentorship around me, to say that she is great yet. Okay. Not quite great. Most prolific score, but all right. Uh, we've got this little compilation. Rick Pitino <laughs> blasting his team after losing to the Hall. We are so non-athletic that we can't guard anybody without fouling.
4: This has been the most unenjoyable experience I've had since I've been coaching. We just lack toughness. It's taken me a month to get them to throw bounce passes. Actually, two months to throw bounce passes. Do you have any second thoughts of taking this job? No, not at all. It's not St. John's. It's my team.
3: I don't know which portion of that is my favorite. It might oh, be the oh. end. Oh, gosh. I, I
4: I like the bounce pass thing. Like we just can't I, throw bounce passes. It's like, I'm like, Coach, I'm sure you can, but okay. I mean, my daughter's seven-year-old basketball team has trouble with that, I feel like. St. I love John's. how he
3: corrected himself at the end. It's taken me a month, actually two months, for these knuckleheads to listen to me. And the last one here is... Kenny Smith talking about Sabrina Ionescu. She was going up against Steph Curry in the three-point challenge. Uh, this is what he had to say during All-Star Saturday.
2: She should have shot from the
4: women's That's line. Great. That would have been a fair contest. A I great. still don't root for Sabrina. I still don't root for Sabrina. We all don't root for Sabrina. Oh. This is She should have shot about? from the
0: three-point line that the women's shoot from.
3: Yeah.
4: Okay. So. The question is who had like the most egregious comment, like who?
3: Who needs a do-over the most? Jay or if Williams. If you said, okay, you know, strike that from the record, give it another shot, <laughs> right? Like, and they just yeah, restated it, their whole position again.
4: Jay Williams. Jay Williams number one. Yeah, here's here's why. Uh, a couple of things. One is I think his reasoning, like it's it's the Kobe and me. Like, uh, I feel like Kobe would like Caitlin Clark a lot. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> yeah. Like,
3: yeah. Yeah. Like sure. he
4: was like he, like him and Sabrina and were like, you know, really close. You know, like I, I think he would like Calen Clark's game. I think he would call her great. So I not like the idea of being like, well, and, and she clearly is a great. Okay. Like you want to argue with Rick Patino about his stance on his team. I mean, be my guest. I mean, obviously, I think he already had a do-over. He apologized, and I think he would he would not want to say the things he said again. But, like, whatever, man. He's an old coach griping about his team. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenny was just – I don't know what he was trying – what point he was trying to
3: make. I mean, like, what, there's he, no he, – He went on with Stephen A, and he was saying it's – I was making the argument that it's a muscle memory thing. If you're shooting, she
4: she has many points as the Dame Willard did. What do you mean? (laughs) Like, it's not like she was terrible. (laughs) I know, I
3: know, but he's saying, uh, he didn't say she had a bad score or anything. He's like, if she's shooting from the line, he used the comparison with, say, a a dart thrower, right? If you're used to throwing it from the same line, if you move a foot back or a foot forward, you're not as accurate. So that's what he was saying as a shooter. You're but used to your line. He's like, it's a muscle right. memory thing. It's not a gender thing. But that's he didn't say muscle memory one but time. Sabrina, He's like, but, shoot where the women you know, shoot from. It just came across really clunky. But but Sabrina
4: said that she practices from the NBA three point line.
3: Well, like and that, she's that, got range, man. She shoots from distance like beyond the NBA W NBA line
1: so all like,
4: the time. She said this was she said she practices from the NBA three point line. This didn't bother her at all. That's why um, it, it just was kind of a silly comment, so that's why I yeah. think Jay Williams like his his argument of like, well, not great, so she went to championship. Like, that's not the standard right. that we really. It's a standard we have if we're arguing LeBron, Jordan. It's not really the standard we have if you're a great player or not. And, and to say she's not a great player is ludicrous. And I think he would like a do over.
3: Yeah, I, I Who, who's with your choice? You, I picked Jay Williams as well okay. for a couple of reasons. One. That's a soundbite that has legs. Like <laughs> that could that could live on for a while, you know. It's not gonna quite be LeBron, not five, not six, not seven that had, you know, mega legs. But I think the Jay Williams thing, just for fun, the shows are gonna dust it off from time. I remember when Jay Williams said Caitlin Clark wasn't great. She's gonna crush it in the WNBA also, you know? So and I think the argument is just so bad. The idea that what, Dan Marino wasn't great because he didn't win a ring? That's Jim Kelly. crazy. It's foolish. And he's backtracked and said, I kind of meant the greatest. I said great. I, I don't know if that's what he truly meant, but I can only go by what he said.
4: This is sometimes, um, I think, the issue with like the hot take stuff. You know, like everyone just it, – it, it, it's hard for people just to be like – to give a consensus opinion on some of these shows. Mm-hmm. so i sort of understand that i mean I've, I've been in the shoes of some of these you know uh and we do obviously radio where you have a medium to sort of argue back and forth and sometimes it's boring to just say yeah she's great you know like have four right, people sure. on the panel. yeah sure and so you try to come up with a take that's different than anyone else's and and, and, and sometimes it's just not it's not needed yeah and it's okay just to acknowledge how good she is and maybe have a different reason why she's so good. <laughs> but to have a counterpoint just to have a different take than someone else yeah. when it's so wrong, yeah, it, it doesn't really... It's not the purpose of, obviously, why you're at that desk. And so... I, I think that's what he tried to do, was have some sort of different take than everyone yeah. else did.
3: I do and too. it just backfired on him. I do, too, because he said, he's like, no, we were discussing, was she the greatest of all time? And it's like, no, you weren't. No one was discussing that. You just offered. Like, she's not even great. <laughs> it's funny, because building off what you said, Jeff, every now and then you try to say something that is different, that you actually believe. Like, that's, the, well, not everybody does that, but that's yes. what I try to do. And... And sometimes you're like, oh yeah, this is a an interesting angle, you know. Th- this is fresh, and every now and then you anticipate, hey, this, they're going to be like, oh yeah, you know, good, good thought. And sometimes it just goes, you know, way hard left, and you're like, yes. whoa, gosh, I didn't expect it. To- <laughs> I think that's what happened. Where I don't know if he envisioned people saying, "You know what? Yeah, never really thought about it like that." But yeah, not even great yet, and it just went completely sideways, man. You know, look, the championship argument
4: I think is reserved for very specific. You know, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, LeBron James, Michael Jordan. Sure, if you want to do that, yeah. as as an argument. But everyone else, I mean, are we saying that? That Eli Manning is better than Tom Brady because he's two and zero gets him in the no, Super Bowl. Like we're not no. saying that, are we? Saying that? I think they asked in that in that discussion like, is Angel Reese better than Kaelin Clark because Angel Reese and the LSU mm-hmm. beat? The answer is no. Right?
3: No, absolutely she,
4: she, not. She'll always have the ring, of course. Right? She'll always have that over over Kaelin Clark, but she's not a better basketball player. Right?
3: Yeah, it, yeah, it's a it's well stated when you're talking about you know the all time greatest of the greats. Yeah, the ring thing matters a lot, but no one in their right mind would be like, hey, Trent Dilfer is better than Dan Marino. That's just dumb. You know, like, come on. So, yeah, it it doesn't apply to everybody all across the board how many rings you have or don't have. I think it's, like you said, it's the, the best of the absolute
2: best, and we dust that off then. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific.
1: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80.
3: Thanks, Eddie. By the way, you're big Steelers guy, and they've been linked to numerous quarterbacks over here. Kirk Cousins might be interested in Pittsburgh. Apparently, Pittsburgh is interested in Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Justin Fields' name has come up in trade rumors. Any of those quarterbacks do anything for you? Um,
0: you know, I had been wondering why Kirk Cousins' name hadn't come up much, and uh, it is
4: interesting that now that that's coming out, it intrigues me a little bit. Kirk Cousins a little bit.
3: Yeah. What do you think, Jeff? I don't understand the Justin Fields
4: thing to Pittsburgh. It makes no sense to me. Uh, yeah. um, why does Pittsburgh – Pittsburgh needs a, 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 a like a long-term answer, not Justin Fields. They've had Justin Fields for the last three years. I know. They, they need know. someone else. <laughs> they need something else. Um, I mean, I, I, I guess you can make the case – Arthur Smith is the office coordinator there, right? I, I think I'm correct on yep, that. Yep, he's the
3: new one, yep. That
4: – you have like a 2019 Titans type offense where you uh, mm. run the ball and you mm-hmm. protect the quarterback with play action pass. and, But Pittsburgh doesn't have that offensive line right now um, to, to run that offense. And the thing about it, too, is that if we look at just if you're predicting division winners every year, you're most often just taking the best quarterback in each in each division, right? Look, look at last season; it's it's clear as can be, right? Justin Fields, at best, would be third in your division, it, assuming Deshaun Watson sort of stays where he's at. If Deshaun Watson gets a little bit better, he's fourth. How many division titles are you winning with Justin Fields over over Burrow uh. and and Lamar? And Deshaun Watson. The Browns were 11 and 5 last year, 11 and 6, whatever they were, with with four quarterbacks. Imagine if they had one good quarterback. So I, I think that's an equation of this. It's like, look at your division. You can't roll around with Justin Fields. I, I made the case to some of my Pittsburgh Steelers friends that it's now it's time to call New England at three and say, how much do you want for that third pick? And it's time to invest in a long term solution, a quarterback.
3: Yeah. Hey, listen, I hear you. And. The Tannehill tie, you're just like, Ryan Tannehill, really? Like, you go back to uh, Arthur Smith was the offensive coordinator with the Tennessee Titans. Yes. And 2019, they were all together there, and that was one of the better years for Tannehill, 22 touchdowns, six picks. That's uh, that's comparable to what Lamar just did, <laughs> you know, MVP season. Not the same passing yards. There are differences, but uh, 70% completion rate, now, this is back in 2019, and Tannehill was banged up and bad last season. So he can't move. I, That doesn't do anything for you either. I'm just saying there. that's the tie-in was Arthur Smith was the OC when he was in Tennessee and Tannehill was there at the same time as well.
4: He can't move. You can't have Ryan Tannehill as your quarterback. He cannot move.
3: Yeah. No, I agree. I don't. I don't think it makes sense either. It's like just, just so that's Steelers why is, that's even a thing. That's why it's even at, a talking point. Yeah.
4: At some point, the Steelers have to decide we're sort of done trying to be average, you know, and yeah. we we got to we got, you know, we, we got six Lombardis for a reason. Like we, we got to go for our next quarterback.
3: Yeah. Well, that's the never, thing is you should know in that conference. Yeah. Justin Fields, Ryan Tannehill—it's not going to get it done. (laughs) You're not going through all of those layers to get to the Super Bowl and then winning it.
4: And you're never bad enough to draft one overall. You'll never be bad enough. Yeah. So to get that guy, you got to go get him. And we talked about you have to do what the
3: Chiefs did, right? Yes. The the Chiefs were never going to be in a position to draft a Caleb Williams or Drake May, and they had to make a bold move. They went up from twenty-seven to ten. To get Mahomes. That's a big leap. So, um, if I'm Pittsburgh, man,
4: like, it's not really their style, but hey, in, in New England, what do you want for for,
3: for three? Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I hear you on that. All right, coming up next on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, live from the tirerack.com studios, what to look forward to this weekend. And man, I've got one game that isn't that sexy circled because it's a lot sexier when you put this. Into the equation, we'll explain. He's Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran. I'm Brian. No, keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio.
2: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
3: It is two pros and a cup of Joe live from the Rack.com studios on Fox Sports Radio. He's Jeff Schwartz. I'm Brian. No, filling in for the guys. Shortly after the show, our podcast will be going up. If you missed anything on today's show, be sure to check it out. Just search Two Pros wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to also follow, rate, and review it. Again, just search Fox Sports uh, Two Pros wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll see the show posted right after we get off the air. Man, uh, so this weekend, Jeff, a lot of hoops, a lot of hoops going on randomly. And for obvious reasons, I've got a Sunday game circled. We've got Creighton taking on St. John's, you know? Oh. And Rick Pitino crushing his team. We're not athletic. We're not tough. Eesh, these hacks Creighton just here.
4: smoked UConn, right?
3: Yeah, they did. Yeah, Creighton just put it on UConn. So I, maybe did, you get a little bit of a letdown.
4: Stat, did you see the stat that UConn has not won a uh, as a – has not won on the road against a ranked opponent in like the last 21 tries. and yet How they've won crazy that, is
3: that, right? In yeah, that stretch, they
4: can... they've, they've won two championships.
3: Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> You're just talking about winning a game.
4: <laughs> yeah, not covering, just like they haven't won a game against a ranked team on the road in like the last 21 tries over the last like 10 years or some insane number. They've that won is, two championships. That is that wild,
3: time. man. That really is crazy. But it's an interesting uh, matchup with Creighton and St. John's. Uh, St. John's, according to Rick Pitino, who's pointing out the obvious, not great with lateral movement and guarding. And so that's a tough team to slow down. Creighton shoots a bunch of threes. So you never know. It might not be their night. But I, I've got my eye on Creighton. No betting lines as of yet, Jeff. I would love to throw something your way. But maybe look for a team total over on Creighton or covering the spread. Uh, it's going to be a lot of points. But there's keep no, your eye on there's that. There's no one.
4: look-ahead line for the uh, Saturday games yet?
3: It's a Sunday game. Sunday
4: game, I should say. Yeah.
3: So noon Eastern. I I got nothing for you right now.
4: Let me see what. Let me see if they got. Let me see if they have a, a, a Sunday. Since, so, yeah, no Sunday lines up. Yeah, it's yeah noon. Yeah, here it is, right here. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um,
3: how about this other stat too, Jeff? Where you got a couple of top ten teams on the road in college basketball against unranked teams? Yeah. They. So they, that happens unranked,
4: with take the unranked team.
3: Yeah. I. I believe the record top 10 teams are just 33 and 34. It's right around there. That might yeah. not be right on the nose but very very close. That's what the record is on the road against unranked opponents. So you get number 8 Duke at Wake Forest, you get number 10 North Carolina at Virginia. Both games are on Saturday. So I maybe just like throw darts and say, "Ah, Virginia money line. Why not, you know? It's hit more times than not." The uh the same
4: person that I fade in uh NFL season, I also fade in college basketball season. <laughs> and so when the uh the, the picks go up, um been a little hot lately. I lost a little really? bit of money. Oh man. Yeah, but um when uh when, when the pick Saturdays like drops like 10, 12 picks, there's it's always like a three and seven day on Saturday. <laughs> so I'm I'm very excited <laughs> for a Saturday to roll around.
3: Just waiting for that. Um, NBA, some decent matchups. Tonight you got Bucks at the Timberwolves. Doc Rivers three and seven since taking over. What a odd situation.
4: <laughs> yeah. Pretty crazy. Um, I mean, let's see. What what football's on this week? Any football this weekend?
3: I don't think we have anything.
4: I'm gonna watch some more South Dakota State film. Got through yeah. that this morning. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, heck, next weekend we have got the combine already. How about that,
3: Brian? Yeah, right. Have you ever gone? I mean, like covering it?
4: No, I've I've gone as a as a player. No, I. What was that I, like as a player for you? It's uh, odd. It's an odd feeling. Yeah. Um, it's you know, it's it's just it's a job interview over three four days, and um, it's a very kind of just quiet, sterile environment in the in the now the they have fans now um that watch it but it's a, it's you know it's just a job interview it's just a strange job interview
3: yeah what was the strangest drill you had to do
4: oh i mean run the forties is not very fun 40 you didn't love that did no, i'm you know i mean me you super
3: athletic too that's weird i didn't like it <laughs> a, well it's good hanging with you jeff sit so, here
4: yeah, buddy enjoyed it it's good Always. talking to you yeah man
3: all right everybody you have a good day have a great weekend we'll see you
5: Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.
1: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.